Hi, this is Rob and Kathy from uh, California. We are calling from the waiting area for the Tiki Room at Disneyland in California. Aloha from California. Okay, it's Rob and Kathy calling back a couple minutes later. We are inside the Tiki Room. In the Tiki 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 we love your show. Talk to you guys later. Aloha. Vahini Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen. No flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey. And thank you for joining us here on China Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Alan. I'm Keith. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 63 for January 4th, 2015. On this week's show, we're going to play around in Epcot. And this time, we're going to be taking a World Showcase Pavilion and replacing it with another country. So, Keith, you, I think you're the one that came up with this idea to um, replace a country and put it in something else that you see that you think that would fit better or that you would like to see be put into a world showcase granted you could easily just take an attraction uh, you can just take a country and just throw it into one of the existing slots with no country there but we just figured we piss off somebody in one of these countries and, <laughs> and remove <laughs> and remove it uh just for fun so um you know i uh i had a I had a hard time trying to decide on which country I wanted to take. I didn't. It, it, it was pretty easy. Was it? For you? For <laughs> yeah. me, it was hard. Really, I wanted to take out America. That was like the one country I felt like I should just take out. But it, I'm like, you know, I guess we can't really do that because it's, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe that would be an easy choice, a safe choice in some respects, you know, just because if it's a... If you already have, you're already in America, so why do you really need an American pavilion there, you know? So, um, but I didn't choose that. Because and, we're the hosts. Yeah, I guess so. But, um, I had a harder time with it, but I just, I just kind of randomly just chose a country, and it happened to be Canada. So sorry, my Canadian friends up there. <laughs> you've, you've got the boot. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> you know, so what did, before we get into what we wanted to do there, which uh, countries did you guys decide to replace? Well, I took out Norway. Um, oh yeah the only thing that is still there that is worth it for me is the school bread at the bakery and apparently you don't like pretty women because norway's got some good looking women there yeah but and guys know, too he'll turn them into arendelle residents or trolls or something else anyway so um oh yeah i would just take that out uh and uh i can get the school bread at, at food and wine or something yeah, I mean, I could, I could, I thought about making the argument that at this point, since Norway is basically being gutted anyway, you may as well just pull Norway out. But, um, you know, I'm not going to go that route. They're already doing something there, so that's not really an option. The easy answer is to take out uh, the African outpost. It's not a real country anyway, so right. you could pull that out and not hurt anybody's feelings. 
Um, so that's probably what I would do um, is pull the outpost out because I, I do like all the other countries. But if I were going to have to choose, if you're going to make me choose one and, and I have to choose what I think is the weakest pavilion, I'd probably end up choosing Canada as well. You know, I mean, other than Le Cellier, which I've never even eaten there, there's really not much there. I, I find their store to be lacking. They don't really have any great, like, treats aside from the fact that they do serve uh, Labatt Blue, which is a pretty good beer, you know, for... <laughs> For what it is, it's a pretty good beer uh, in terms of, you know, mass-produced macro breweries. Uh, it's it's pretty decent, but uh, there's just nothing about the Canada Pavilion. Like I don't generally stop in the Canada Pavilion. I'll stop and grab a beer sometime, but that's it. So if I had to choose one, it'd be Canada. But I'm I would choose the African Outpost. Take that out and, and do something there. That's true. I mean, you know, there's a third of Animal Kingdom is African culture and, and history and stuff. So yeah, that's understandable. I could I could see that. Yeah, doesn't the African Outpost just sell, like, Coca-Cola and, like, uh, chicken nuggets? I don't think they sell any food, do they? I think, no, they have food, yeah. They have do food, they have food? But... No, they don't. Yeah. yeah, they do. Really? Yeah. I mean, I know they yeah. sell Coke there, but I've never seen food there. Yeah, they have food there. And yeah, they sell, like, t-shirts and stuff. They sell some uh, clothes and things of that nature. About to go check that out. Before they take it away now, Alan. Thanks a lot. <laughs> no, like, I'm going online to check it out, because I didn't think they sold anything there. Yes, there's a little... Um... I mean, other than bottled drinks, I didn't think they sold food. Yeah, I'm looking now, too. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I just don't think it's true. But anyway, while, while I look this up to confirm... I'm pretty uh, sure they do. So uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us, uh, Sean, what what country you want to bring in. We'll, we'll, we'll list the countries we want to bring in. Everybody will talk about that. So, I mean, I had three choices on here. I, I wrote down three because I wasn't sure what you guys wanted to pick, and I figured that with the three, one of them wouldn't be chosen. I know that there's always the obvious that Brazil would definitely be a great choice, but the the one that I that stuck out to me the most happened to be India. I think that would be a great country to add there. You know, it's just it's there's food wise, there's nothing like really Indian food when you compare it to some of the other countries that are there. So I figured that India would be the perfect choice for it. But a lot of people don't like the smell of curry, so it could turn them off. But uh, I think India deserves to be a country in, in Epcot. They have a huge population, huge culture, and I think they should have their own spot there. I think it's it's about time they do it. What about you guys? You know, that's an interesting choice. I mean, if you go by population, I mean, certainly there's the case for it there. If food is outstanding, it's always really a popular um, food and wine. I think that culture and the music and stuff would be a nice um, a change of pace in there. So, yeah, that's a good choice. For the record, uh, this is uh, according to Jack Spence from All Ears. Well, he's, unfortunately, he's no longer blogging for all, uh, allears.net, but... He did a blog uh, for allears.net called The World According to Jack. It was a great blog. I love that blog. I hate that he hung it up. But anyway, according to him, he they do sell limited selection of food and drink. Hot dog and chips are as close to a real meal as you'll find here. Uh, they also have saucer of ice cream, cookies, frozen slushes, beer, and, of course, Coke products. So apparently they do have a little bit of food there. I just never noticed it before. So you are correct that they sell food. Uh, but apparently not chicken nuggets, maybe just hot dogs. But I was close enough. But he, 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 Jack, also didn't really go into a lot of detail, so maybe he just kind of glazed over what they offer. But anyway, um, I went with Spain. Uh, I do agree, India. India. I almost, to I almost chose India, but I ended up going with Spain. Um, I hesitated to choose another European country because, I mean, World Showcase is almost European Showcase as it is. Um, mm -hmm. But when I was thinking of trying to come up with good food, 
good entertainment, you know, a good uh, a good show for people to watch, and also an attraction. You know, I kept coming back to Spain, and, and so that's where I went. Yeah, that's a good choice. I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some good food, good culture, oh, lots of history. Both or two. Um, I picked the Caribbean islands. I know it's not like one specific island. If it's considered cheating, I'm sorry, but what I went with. Well, they, I mean, because they have their own stand at uh, Food and Wine anyway, the Caribbean, right? Just its own stand, I believe. That's right, yeah. And I mean, we'll, you know, I'll talk about it more in depth, but like an overview, I mean, like food is outstanding. The musical aspect is very um, like multi-culturally influenced. It's a melting pot of tons of people. As far as attractions, you know, there's a ton that you can do with that, so, which I'm sure we'll talk about more, but yeah, so that's mine. Uh, the Caribbean Islands. Yeah, it's a good choice too. You know, as you said, it's uh, you know great music too. That's that's the uh, the big thing is like that's probably what draw would draw me the most to there besides some of the food would be the musical choices that you can have coming out of there. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I can already see a steel drum band playing there. Not to oh, yeah. not <laughs> yeah. to take that from. I'm sure that was probably on your list, but a steel drum band would be awesome. So how about um, I mean, did did any of you guys like? kind of think of what you would want to how you would want to design it or did you just do food and entertainment and attraction well like for me with it being india i know that i would like to have the the taj mahal in there and i don't know if i necessarily would put a restaurant that you walk into the taj mahal because i think that's sacrilege so but i would put that as the backdrop and have shops and, and restaurants around it so that people could you know see it from the distance and could still take pictures but it wouldn't be the the place that you're going to go to but that will be in the background you know but beyond that i didn't really i i didn't really have necessarily have a, a full design layout of it but i just knew that i wanted the taj mahal as a part of it i had um pretty much like a main street like almost with the square we've actually been to quite a few islands and stuff like on um cruises and trips and the streets are gorgeous the like houses are all um like colorfully painted and it's a really cool like vibe and it's all um like cobblestone streets and then you could have a square like a meeting place with the restaurants and stuff and so that was you know kind of my uh my vision for it yeah um for me i wanted to you know there's a, there's always like one building or something that's that's kind of big and, and grand that, that jumps out at you. And I also feel like the World Showcase pavilions, they, they tend to kind of have a, a, for lack of a better word, they have a romantic view of that country. You know, there's, you know, I've been to Paris. I honeymooned in Paris. I've been to Paris a couple of times. That's not really what Paris is like, the, the France pavilion. Um but you can cut. But if you step back, you can, fi- you can it. find it though. It's yeah, not, you can. It's there, you can but find it's it. not. It's, there. it's not Paris normally, right. but it's there. You can find the little cafes and you can find the little quaint streets. So I was trying to think of a city that uh, in Spain, you know, I mean, obviously you could choose Madrid, you could choose Barcelona. I mean, those are big cities. Uh, you know, the the centers of of the economy of that country really. Uh, but to me, I wanted to actually go with Pamplona. Now, Pamplona is a from what I, I've never been to Spain, so I'm definitely not a, a historian here. But I think Pamplona is actually a, a fairly a big city, but it's broken up from a little bit of reading I've done. Like you can definitely tell the difference between new Pamplona and old Pamplona. So I was thinking more of the old Pamplona because it's got that kind of romantic feeling. I mean, we've all seen pictures of the running of the bulls, and I wouldn't obviously you can't put the running of the bulls in at Epcot. That's you know would be there, there's uh, there's animal rights situations there that. <laughs> Disney's not going to go down, so I'm not saying that, but right. you've seen the pictures, so you've seen those old streets, and, and that's kind of the picture I see, kind of like Morocco, where you're like wandering through street. I see that, um, only it would be Pamplona and those buildings, um, you know, with the with the 
I guess it's kind of a cobblestone type street. Maybe I'm not real sure about that, but uh, and then the main the main building uh, when I was reading about Pamplona, they they have uh, the Pamplona City Hall, which is a really cool looking building. When I was looking at it, I think that would be a, a good um, you know weenie for lack of a better term, uh, you know, to draw people to that country. So that's what I was that's that's how I was thinking of designing it more based on historic Pamplona more than one of the new urban or more urban cities. You couldn't have like animatronic bulls that no, I don't. like chase like I said, you down this, the street. There's animal rights issues there that Disney's not going to touch touch on. So uh, there's a, there's going to be no running of the bulls at, at my Spain Aww. pavilion. But I do think Pamplona <laughs> would be a good city to, to kind of market it after. It has it has some of that traditional, you know, stereotypical views of, of what Spain is. I think you could find that there more so than you could find in, you know, Madrid that's that's very industrial at this point. And, uh, I mean, there's old stuff in Madrid, obviously. I don't mean to say that it's all New York City looking, but I think it's a more industrial city. At least that's how I interpreted it when I was doing a little research for this topic. So how about, uh, what's next? What, you, what else? Uh, what are we going to move like, to next? Like, if you take a... The next thing for me was like uh, entertainment. So for for India, the entertaining entertainment aspect of it was that uh, I, one I wanted to have its own sh- uh, sideshow, stage show, and inside the stage show I wanted to put like a, a typical Bollywood production that's going on there. So you might have like twenty, thirty people on stage performing for you with a you know a big group of people, and having those dancers in the audience as well. You know, so because they're choreography is just top-notch if you've ever seen a bollywood film it's just and the colors and the costumes are just absolutely amazing so i would like to be able to bring that into the audience and have the audience part of the show with it and i think that would be a lot of fun um i'd also have entertainment with the the restaurant of course you know i would have my indian you know you'd have your quick service indian restaurant which i'm sure would be really popular and then you would have your sit-down restaurant and once again there would be um uh dancing you know i'd have uh just a smaller show, more intimate show with, uh, you know, the, the dancers in the middle of the room and tables all around. It was like, it would be a circular restaurant with just the dancers in the middle of the room performing. And I figured that, you know, it would be extremely popular just because of that, just for the, the music and the dancing. I think too, that, that like, you know, that's a way kind of get the whole family be interested in it. Right. If it's a big show like that. Because if you're, you know, a kid and you're just you're walking through, like, historical artifacts of Bollywood and blah, 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 you know, the kid's not going to care. Um, but if it's, like, a stage show with the dancers and the music, it, it'd really engage, like, everybody and get them interested in it, maybe, uh, a little more than if it was just artifacts and films playing. Right, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the whole thing. It's, like, Bollywood is so huge, so popular, and... and it's the dancing and the music that is really, um, it's culturally sets them apart in, in some respects. So that's what I would focus it on. Obviously, like music is a big um, part of the Caribbean um, culture. Like as Alan said, with the steel drums, it's really uh, more than that. I would do like twice a day a carnival like street show with the uh, the bands and the, the costumes and the stilt walkers and like one big like street party. I would also have like for um, like counter service like street vendors with like jerk chicken like smoking off the the grills and the fried plantains and stuff like that to kind of get you like involved in it too. It's almost like Sean said to get people dancing in the streets and experiencing the whole culture of a carnival type event. Isn't carnival Brazilian though? 
Actually, yeah. no, it's not. No? I thought Carnival no. was in Rio. Nope. Well, they probably like, have one. Ha- probably have one. That's the only one I know of. Well, I know uh, Australia's got a good size one, too, but... Hold the phone. Let me look it back up, because I know I looked it up. I mean, I they, don't... Definitely, they definitely party in the Caribbean, don't get me wrong, but... Uh, yeah, if I'm going anywhere to, for Carnival, I'm going on to, to, to Brazil. Yeah, I thought it was in Rio. Yeah, it is. Unless you're talking about Carnese, I mean, and then, I, hey, that's... <laughs> smell like cabbage and small... <laughs> nomads, you know? Here, uh, it's Carnival in Trinidad and Tobago. They also have a festival that is called Carnival. Bahamas have Pajunkanoo Festival, which is almost the same thing. So, yeah. So they have a form of it. Okay. Right. But the Carnival in Rio is considered the biggest in the world, with 2 million people per day. Good Lord. (laughs) That's a lot of stinking people. Mm -hmm. And that dates back to 1723. But, I mean, it's, it's still, I mean, it's that type of street party, obviously, I mean. You know, some of the some of the some of the food that I'm going to mention, while it is Spanish, is also used in other countries. So, I mean, you know, everybody borrows from everybody, so that's not a bad choice by any means. I was just when I hear Carnival, I think think Rio. So, right. But anyway, um, well, for my entertainment uh, for Spain, my first thought was uh, flamenco, flamenco dancers, and flamenco music. Uh, I mean, I think that'd be uh, something similar to the old um, Moroccan, but. In terms of having somebody, you know, dancing or having people dance, and I think that'd be the entertainment that I would choose for uh, for the for the pavilion. And and then as far as food, I didn't uh, specify necessarily, you know, what would be quick service versus what would be table service. But typical Spanish food, obviously, paella would be the the main dish. Um, I love paella, so definitely going to have paella. Uh, I would also have, uh, no offense to. Uh, Spice Road Table, but I would have a legitimate tapas restaurant <laughs> that has, you know, that has a better selection and has, you know, can, can really get you to to go down there with groups of people and and really you know, do a tapas restaurant the way a tapas restaurant is supposed to be done. Uh, obviously, sangria would be huge, uh, but then also, you know, empanadas. Um, while most people think of those as as Southwestern American or even Mexican food, empanadas are big uh, in Spain. Gazpacho is a Spanish food as well. Um, churros again tend to be thought more of a as a Mexican food, but they are pretty popular in Spain. Um, flan uh, would be another dessert that you could get. I'm not a fan of flan, but I know a lot of people who are. Uh, and then uh, chorizo sausage, another dish that could be considered Mexican or, or some other kind of Latin American food, but is also used. Uh, pretty heavily in some Spanish cuisine as well. So, you know, just like Carnival is, you know, could be considered other things. I mean, you know, chorizo and churros and empanadas obviously can be used as just about any kind of a Latin feel. Uh, but that's the food that I would have in my new Spain pavilion. It, yeah, that that all sounds fantastic. Yeah, um, I'm getting hungry. That's what's nice with the, the Caribbean food. I mean, they've had influences from England and Africa and like Spain's, the food is really a showcase of like a mashup of cultures. The rum, top notch. I mean, you could have just a restaurant that is based around like a rum bar, I'm sure would be extremely popular. Um, La Cava del Rum. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, are they going to sell rum chata? Um, no. <laughs> you know what? That's real good stuff. Cream, it's a rum, creamy rum, basically. Mm, I have never even heard of that. Oh, it's before. real good. Really? Oh yeah, try it. Mm. Especially good during like the winter time. 
Oh, all right, I'll check it out. <laughs> have to try that. Just the, the conch fritters and oxtail soup that is really, really good if it's done right. The food options are pretty much endless. Yeah. And I'd like to, on a, on a side note, I'd like to thank you for pronouncing that word correctly. I hate people who say conch. It's not conch. Good lord, it's conch. I always say I always say conch first, and then I realize I say it wrong, and I go conch. I hate that. It's not because I that way. Because I, if I see it, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. But then I'll say conch, and you know, it's just I know it once I say it. So yeah, side note there. I thank you so much for saying that accurately. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> I think that they would uh, throw me out of being a chef if I called it conch or... or conch. Conch. <laughs> conch. Anyway, That's whatever it is. How about attractions? Did you guys pick... Did you guys design any attractions for your position? Yeah, I did. I, um, I'll go first once again. Um, basically, my attraction is going to steal the technology from Harry Potter's at that, that U-Park. The, the train ride there, I don't know if you guys are aware of it, so basically... The, the Harry Potter characters, you know, well, not necessarily the Harry Potter characters, but the you get scenery from the movie that, you know, that they show the train going from London to Harry Potter land, whatever it is, the, the, the magical castle that they have there. Um, it shows you the background, you know, through these windows on the train, you know, of the, uh, the landscaping of the ride, whatever it is. So I would basically do the same thing, starting off at... Uh, the, the uh, starting off at sunrise and ending at sunset, and you're traveling all around India, and it'll be like you're on a, a train. You know, you're like you're on a first class train in India, uh, seeing the the landscape on your your left and right hand side as you're going around the country. You know, you'll see the ocean, you'll see uh, mountains, you'll see the Taj Mahal, you'll see rivers, you'll see everything that you can possibly think of. And I just think it'd be a a nice little simple um, relaxing attraction. You know, like a seven eight minute long ride which i think would be fun and you'll get uh you'll have someone talking about you know the culture and and whatnot of of, of india i think that'd be fun that sounds really cool yeah of course i don't know anything about the harry potter stuff because i can't stand harry potter but but the train idea uh, sounds really cool it's a nice way to sit down which is always right. good incorporate the technology too is really cool i had um as everyone knows, the Arabian Islands were um, was a big uh, like hideout for um, pirates like during the, the 16th and 1700s. What I would do is almost like a 4D like simulator ride where it, you would have a scaled down like pirate ship. It's in this big um, like wave essentially with a 360 uh, degree like 3D screen like floor at the ceiling. It starts off where um, you get almost like hired um, part of like a pirate crew involved in this pirate battle where you are trying to take the treasure from another ship and there's cannonballs going off and you can smell the like pistol smoke and the the waves are rocking at the boat and stuff like back and forth and the waves will come up and spray you and and then once it's over with you I make your way to the port royal and you get off the ship into like a recreation of the city with like period actors and stuff and and there's like shops and stuff to buy stuff in and like restaurants and stuff and like so it's almost like it puts you into that like time period and just immerses you in it i like it go ahead and get to work on it so i can ride that <laughs> as soon as we take out uh, that sorcerer hat that's number two on our <laughs> right on our list well, you guys went into a lot more detail. I mean, to me, 
I, you know, I didn't put a lot into the attraction. Um, basically, I'm gonna take the cop out mode here and go a la El Rio del Tiempo, and it'll be a boat ride through through Spain, basically the history of Spain. Um, you know, there's obviously a lot of history with that country, um, and you know, that that's basically what I do. I didn't, I don't really have a lot of detail on that. That's I'm not I'm not the creative type. I'm very analytical, so I, you know, coming up with the creative attraction is not something that I am great at. So I didn't. Um, but a boat ride through the history of Spain, very much like the old Mexico Pavilion ride. Uh, I think that fits World Showcase in terms of, you know, being more about the culture and more about the history and less about a, a thrill ride or something like that. So that's how I went with that. Yeah, that'll work. I always love boat rides. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds really cool. It's always good to, to um, hit the slow boat rides and just take in, you know, the, the sights and the culture. It's for like a history lesson. Those are always fun, too. And maybe if we're lucky, we can have like a we could bring a nice attraction into it, like a nice uh, movie into it, like uh, maybe Wally or something like that. Maybe Wally like actually took place in Spain. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Quit trolling um, the listeners, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wally was not one of my favorite Pixar movies. So. Oh, I really like Wally. I thought that was fun. I thought it was a good attraction. I good enjoyed movie. it. Really? Yeah. I just I thought didn't it was care fun. for it. To each is to own, I guess. But that has absolutely nothing to do with anything. So. <laughs> well, that pretty much wraps up everything I had for uh, my World Showcase Pavilion. Did you guys have anything else for your pavilions that was left off? No, not there. You know, um, I pretty much covered everything, you know, from music. You know, food-wise, it's, you know, people who know Indian food know what kind of food you're going to get. So I didn't really need to go into that. <laughs> and you can smell it from a mile away so that you know yep. it's there. Would you stick with the um, the traditional Indian? I mean, what what most people outside of India know is, I think, is northern Indian food. Um, you know, the, the the curries and whatnot. I think that's an I think that's a northern Indian cuisine. Uh, but obviously, if you go to other parts of the country, they have. Um, I think ones maybe called like Punjabi or something like that. I have I have a friend that sure. works with and. and that I work with and she brings me food that her mom makes. And I want to say that's what she called it. Punjabi. I, I could be way off and I could be insulting someone right now, which I hope I'm not, but I think that's what she called it. <laughs> so, I mean, would you just go, would you just serve the, the typical, what, what we as Americans think uh, of as Indian food? I, I think you, when it comes to the, the quick service, I think you'd have to do what you, most people know, but when it comes to, to the sit down restaurant, I think you can, you could probably have a mix of both. So people can try, you know, things that they may not be normally used to. And I, I think it's just one of those things that would have to be um, brought out and, and tested before they could stick to, you know, if it is the Punjabi side, maybe maybe that could become popular. But who knows? You know, that's what Disney's jobs would have to do to determine if that's, you know, what would be needed. I think that you could almost do um, like flights of food instead of all of us know, you know, like beer flights and alcohol flights where you get like small tastes of a bunch of stuff. I think that you could also do that, you know, with ethnic food so that people can taste lots of stuff and maybe do it like in regions. Could be. Where that you could like taste each regions like specialty. Certainly an idea. It's above my pay grade. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we all know that that nothing of none of this can ever happen now because Disney would you know, be afraid of facing some lawsuit or something if they <laughs> took one of these items. Right. Our lawyers aren't that good. I don't think that they're <laughs> they're too worried about that. Yeah, Melnick, Melnick, and Melnick aren't very good. Yeah. No, it's basically for just. Uh, I thought our lawyer was a caveman. 
Colin Frozen Caveman Lawyer as our lawyer. What did I think? One? Uh, I think it was uh, during the Halloween special that we did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I missed that show, unfortunately. But yeah, I think uh, I, I still use the services of Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer. He's, he's just an unfrozen caveman. He doesn't know about these new things. <laughs> that's true. That's how I that's that's how I win law cases. I didn't know I was an unfrozen caveman. <laughs> there's there's that for you. All right. Was well, that it for tonight, guys? I think that's so. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. Be sure to let us know what you thought of the show. You can... Oh, wait a minute. The other, the other thing that I wanted to do was that I wanted to make uh... cut Alan off. <laughs> I wanted like... to make cheer wine the official drink of India. I don't think that would work. <laughs> Why not? They should have cheer wine in the American Adventure Pavilion, though. They should. True, but if they, if they don't ship it to every state in the Union, I doubt that they're going to ship it to India. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I I don't know that Cheerwine has hit India yet. I'm pretty sure well, they should. That's a huge population. It is a huge population, but I don't. Cheerwine curry. Don't. Oh goodness, that sounds. Terrible. Cheerwine curry in a can. That just sounds... <laughs> that doesn't even sound good. Sorry. <laughs> Instead of butter chicken, Cheerwine chicken. Ooh, that could work. Yeah. No. Stick with putting Cheerwine in like barbecue sauces and stuff. That sounds better than Indian food cooked with Cheerwine. Okay. Well, anyway, that's going to do it for this week, I think. Uh, be sure to let us know what you thought of the show. You can comment in the notes over at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. You can email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Check out our store over at redbubble.com. Uh, check us out on V24 Radio Thursdays at 11 a.m. And, of course, follow us on Twitter. We are at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. And you can find me at One Minute Disney, one minute Disney Dream on Twitter at 1MIM Disney Dream and MouseWorldVacations.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dole Daily and online at Dole Daily. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N-O-R-M-N-B, the number 8, and the letter S. Uh, For Sean and Keith, this is Alan, and this has been the Enchanted Tiki Talk Podcast. Aloha. I just kind of drew a blank on how to say <laughs> Who are we? Where are we? <laughs> What's, What's going on? name of the show again? <laughs> he almost changed the name. Yeah. Thanks. And thanks for listening. I forgot that part. Thanks for listening. That <laughs> uh, went well. Enchanted Dixieland. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. That's next week. Sorry. <laughs>